Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. WQAD Podcast Network. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Dazzo and the Degenerates. Place your bets. Your Quad Cities Sports Gambling Podcast. This week's best plays, last week's bad beats, and most importantly, a whole bunch of winners. Guys, it wasn't as bad as it seemed last week. Was it? Oh, boy, it was real rough, especially college football. That, that couldn't have went any worse. Can I try to talk everyone off the ledge? As we, it wasn't as bad. As, I mean, first off, the first game was embarrassing. Um, Maryland stinks. Damn. And that's on us. We'll wear that one. We apologize. The Purdue game was a correct pick. Heck, uh, they lost their quarterback and the best receiver in the Big Ten. We didn't know that that was going to happen in the second series, and they lost by seven. Yeah, that hurt overall, but that, that defense couldn't. I mean, you give 10 to 12-yard cushions every single freaking play, and it was just flag football out there and they win, 38 they points win later. The, if, the, if the two dudes don't get hurt, they win that football game. No, no doubt in my mind. They lost by seven. I disagree with you. You will or you won't? I, do, I don't disagree with you. I think they win the game. It's not a pretty game. No. Um, but, uh, but they, yeah, that, losing the quarterback just threw the whole entire bet out the window. Okay, so there's two of them. And the third one would be the over in Nebraska. And I'm sorry, we predicted the fact that you know, Ohio State was going to score 50. We just thought that Nebraska could score more than seven. Right. So where we were wrong, yes, we were wrong, but... I still think it was the right play. Yeah, there was the one play there where uh, Nebraska, I think they're down 21 nothing. They started driving, and the, the announcers were getting hard over, oh, Nebraska football's back, giving handoffs up the middle. And then Martinez throws a horrible pick. Um, that kills you when you throw a pick at the two-yard line, yeah. and then they have to go all the way back. When you're betting overs, you need quick scores. Uh, they were still on pace even after three quarters, and then both teams decided to shut her down in the fourth. So, Strooper, we, Strooper, Strooper, we were down. Um, oh, we're 0-3 after college football. That That's not a good way to go to bed on a Saturday night. No, no, it, it, it stung a little. And we were talking all day long. We kind of felt bad. Pete really felt bad. Oh, that, that Maryland was a shit sandwich. There, nobody could have <laughs> enjoyed that game. That no. was, it was, I, was at a, I was at a bar that night. Before I could get the game on, 14-0 scrolling across the board. It's like, I don't even want to watch it now. Then... Maybe 30 seconds later, 21-0, I'm out. Yeah, but the thing is, you, you lose a bet, and it doesn't matter if you lost it 59 nothing or if you lost it by a point, you lost the bet. So, But we have continually, and we continue to be really good in the NFL, 2-1 and one last week. Um, we'll go through the winners, our, our parlay that we told people to hammer and hammer big, besides the fact that, I mean, I think we all learned that the, the Detroit Lions are a pretty good football team. Besides that... Um, we, we hit that when we told people to bet it big, and that went came through. We also told people to take the Saints, and we told them to do it money line as well and get some extra money with it. We won that one as well, so you're winning money with us there. And and Denver was a disappointment as always, but um, they were up 16 to 17-3 at one point, and we were sitting here thinking, man, we're going to even and break even on the weekend. Now, we're, we're degenerates for a reason. We all, we all did okay for the weekend because our six-pack wasn't very good, but we all bet constantly and I think we all got back to where we needed to be on the weekend but that being says two and four still when it comes to our six pack is is not where we want to be we want to be 500 or better we expect to be better than 500 so we're going to get back to that this week am I I right Strooper please agree with me please tell me you got some good ones absolutely all right well and real quick we have to do our our weekly kick in the nuts (laughs) right in the nuts that was beautiful and Stroop, this one involves you because you might have ice on them still. Um, the you had money on Vanderbilt minus six and a half, I believe, 
and yep. they're up 14 in the fourth quarter. They're up 14. The Northern Illinois scores a touchdown. They kick if they kick the extra point like any team would do if they're down two touchdowns and they they get to seven. If they kick the extra point, you're still winning that game. They, for some odd reason, early in the fourth quarter, go, go for two. I'm laughing because I had a money line. That's the only reason I can laugh is because I had Verandy money line. But they, they go for two, get the two-point conversion, and then that's how the football game wins. And they only win by six. You're sitting at six and a half. And, and, and via text message, you didn't seem too happy, buddy, did you? No. Well, and I don't think you guys were listening to the game. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I was out on my deck watching the game, um, and, and I didn't have the volume up. So I don't know if Northern Illinois' kicker had left the game. I don't know if he tripped over his feet. I, I have no idea where he went, because when they lined up, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? How can this be? <laughs> this is the absolute kick in the nuts, and, of course, we're on the losing end of it. Well, you are on the losing end. If you're smart and you put them in a money line parlay like I did, then you still win. But uh, that is the kick of the nuts for the week. Um, we should get a sponsor for the kick in the nuts. Yeah, I feel like saying br- brought to you by somebody, but that is the, the kick in the nuts this week. We move on to um, our pet picks this week. We'll start with college football, and I like it, Strooper. I don't know if you've talked to Pete much today, but Pete came in with a little swagger to him. He had a little bit of, I don't know if you've had too, a couple too many bush lights already, but um, he's pretty confident heading into this week, aren't you, Peter? I think this is gonna, yeah, it's ready to get off the losing streak. Um, I like the board a lot this week. College, I've been absolutely terrible so far, especially with our picks on uh, the old uh, six-pack. But I think this week, usually when, if I put bets in days in advance, usually I'll wait till you know, this Thursday type of time frame and start betting. Uh, I put in three bets already on Monday, have two more that I'm waiting on to put in, but they're going to be... Uh, I think those lines are going to come down in my favor. So, yeah, seeing the board well right now. All right. Well, I like that. Super, how are you feeling coming into week, uh, what is it, I'm five? I'm really good. And then, and then Pete was texting a little bit today, and uh, he didn't really give it away, um, but, but he looked at a couple of the ones that I liked, and he said, yeah, I'm pretty much the opposite of you on all of these. And so I actually am feeling pretty good um, because I think uh, I can handicap better than Pete can. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. So we'll, let's get into it. Let's figure out what, where, where we're going. And we'll start with the big one here in the Quad Cities. Iowa heads to Michigan. Um, the line right now, the line opened as Michigan, a seven-point favor. That game is in the big house. The line is all the way down to three and a half. And before we start talking about the game itself, Pete, explain to people what in the world it means when you have a line that goes from seven and that quickly goes to three and a half. Um, you don't see that a lot. You see lines move maybe a half a point or a point. Three and a half points in a couple days is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So this one opened, uh, I think, Sunday night. Um, Vegas, one place opened it at seven. It went immediately to six and a half. Uh, by the time it got on most sites, it was five and a half, or even in sports books, it was five and a half. Then another day, four and a half, another day, three and a half. So obviously, everybody's hammering Iowa. Uh, at this point, while the line would move, is the casinos obviously want as close to even on both sides, bet as they can. So trying to move that line down in order to get Michigan. So far in Iowa this year, the one thing I will say before we get going too much, we absolutely nailed that game last week when we talked about Iowa. I think we we've, even said we've been good on Iowa every every week. I think we said they're going to be they're going to score probably in the forty range because that's what uh, Middle Tennessee has been giving up, and then Middle Tennessee State was going to struggle to score at all, and that's exactly how that game went. I was Iowa minus twenty four. That bet, you pretty much cashed that by halftime. Yeah, I jumped in on Iowa at Moneyline um, just to toss in with a, I think I had Wisconsin, Iowa, um, Vanderbilt, luckily Moneyline, and then one other, I can't remember what it was, uh, Washington. And that got me almost even money, and all three of them, all four of them won. But yeah, one of those games where you didn't have to sweat out a touchdown at the end to cover because Iowa put that away, and they continue. The nice part about that is you, you don't normally get maybe from Kirk Ferentz, but the team and the backups continue to score points. And when you're doing that and you need to, to cover 24, um, that's a, a nice thing to have. So um, this game going to the big house, um, it's now down to minus three and a half. We've talked about Vegas numbers and gambling numbers. That's not a great number. You didn't want to sit with that hook sitting there, that .5 sitting there. So um, we, I, full disclosure, I do a Hawkeye Report podcast you can listen to on all these iTunes networks and, and, and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just did a long podcast with Tom Caker from the Hawkeye Report. Um, we talked to a guy 
in Michigan, their beat writer up there, he likes Iowa. I think he ended up picking Michigan in the game, but he still thinks that Iowa has a great chance to win the football game. When you look at this game, it's at Michigan. That's something that you have to worry about if you're someone betting the Hawkeyes. Also the fact Michigan needs this football game um, badly. If they're a desperate team and all that kind of stuff. Going into Iowa's favor... Iowa's the the kryptonite that everything Michigan isn't, Iowa does. They're good in the trenches. They control the line of scrimmage. um, They control time of possession, and they don't turn the football over. Michigan does the opposite of all those. Um, I, that this if this game was at minus or plus seven, I would have. I, I wish I was looking on Sunday night. I would have jumped all over it. Um, I like it in Iowa's favor with the minus, with the extra hook. I mean, that gives you a chance to lose by a field goal and still win your bet at plus three. I think Iowa wins the game outright. I'm not going to bet it like that. I'll probably bet it Iowa plus three and a half. Also, full disclosure, I am an Iowa fan, so I don't need money on this football game to enjoy it and to watch it and, and all that kind of stuff. But if I do bet it, I'll be betting Iowa plus three and a half. Uh, my good friend Tom Kakert also has Iowa, a game that he never switches. He does his predictions before the season and sticks with his predictions. He has Iowa now winning. He never had he had Michigan winning a month ago, so um, it's something for him to change his pick with that. Iowa's the better football team. Um, does Michigan play better? Does Michigan get it done at the big house? We'll see. But I like Michigan on this one. Pete, I think you're going to disagree. I don't know. Go ahead. You like Iowa or Michigan in this one? I like Iowa. So and I take the, I'll take the three and a half if I have to. Gotcha. But I think they, they win it outright. So just like you said, big game for Michigan. I think Harbaugh needs to win this game. In my opinion, Michigan's that team, even though they went to Wisconsin, got killed, and everyone kind of threw Harbaugh under the bus again, and Iowa, or Ohio State beats them every year. I think Michigan's that team that needs to have one loss going into that Ohio State game, so it means something. And this is his, if he loses this game, I think that's a, could be a death sentence for him if they then get killed against Ohio State. The thing I, I wanted to get your opinion, Matt, and then I was here for Matt and Tom, kind of see what they both said about Iowa, which usually if they're both on it, they're pretty accurate. Um, my initial thought was Michigan, once this game got down to three and a half, I'm probably going to play Michigan by that down to three, so Michigan minus three, just because that line was opened at seven. Iowa's getting 62% of the money right now. Um, and Michigan, just like you said, Michigan needs this game. I don't. There's not an easier way to say it. Yeah, um, when you start talking about what the public does, that usually brings in somebody's boxes. So let's bring Strooper in. And Strooper, how many boxes does this check wear and all that other kind of stuff? Uh, it, it really only checks uh, one box for me, and that's why I won't play it, Medazzo. But, uh, but Pete, uh, I'm not sure how you can be on the Michigan side, I'll be honest, at all in this game. Um, both come off a huge win. Uh, they blew people out. We've seen what Michigan has struggled to do this year, and their defense really hasn't been that good. Yeah, uh, Rutgers scored zero uh, last week, but are they even really a Division One football team? I don't know. Um, Iowa, uh, the problem is, Matt, and you said it, 62% of the public, that's one big reason I don't want to I don't want to bet it. I don't want a piece of it. But at the end of the day, if you hold a gun to my head, I'm taking Iowa. Uh, I won't even take the points. Uh, I'll take money line. I think it's going to go one way or the other, and I don't even think the point spread is going to matter. And, Strooper, you bring up a good point because I think I said this in our text messages throughout the week. If if I bet this game, you might as well. If, if I think Iowa's going to win the football game, I might as well get some bang for my buck. Obviously, I get the net with the three and a half, and that's nice to have, and you can kind of – you know, have Iowa lose and still, but I, I and the big thing in this game for me, uh, football wise, and this is more about analyzing a game than it is analyzing how to sports gamble one way or another. Um, Nate Stanley's been really good, hasn't turned the football over, I don't think at all this year. I think Iowa has one turnover all year. He's 0 and 4 on in his biggest Big Ten games on the road against the best defenses. 0 and 4 with a 44 percent completion rate. Um, if he doesn't turn the football over, and he hasn't this year. Iowa will win that football game. If Iowa does what Iowa's used to doing and, and supposed to do, controls the line of scrimmage, controls the clock, and doesn't turn the football over, Michigan turns the football over a ton. 
and usually in a big game like this, it comes over to the turnover battle. Um, yeah, like I said, I would, I would, I would bet Iowa. I don't know if I will. I don't think this will get in our six pack anywhere. But that's a, a thought process where everybody is on a, a big game, an eleven o'clock start at the big house. Iowa versus Michigan. Michigan, a three and a half point favorite. I don't know what the over under is. That's still forty-seven and a half, probably somewhere around forty-seven and a half is that as well. Next game up that we'll talk about is Texas, uh, Texas Christian. Excuse me, TCU on the road at Iowa State. Iowa State coming off a tough late loss to Baylor last week. Um, it, it, this is a minus three and a half for Iowa State. Iowa State is a three and a half point fi- uh, favorite. Um, I really like this football game. I think Iowa State's a good football team. I know how good they can be at Jack Trice Stadium. I'm not sold on Texas. T- uh, Christian TCU has a victory at Purdue this year by 21 points, and we I don't know how they only scored 34 points after watching that defense last week. Um, and also that was without Purdue having their quarterback as well. That doesn't impress me that much at all. Iowa State's a good football team. They go back at home. This is a desperate game for them too. They don't want to. They, they were looking at eight, nine, ten win season and maybe being the third best team in the Big 12, they're not that if they lose this game at home. I think they win this game. I don't like that hook. I will easily and, and happily buy the hook away. I don't think you're going to need it or worry about it, but just to be on the safe side, I love Iowa State buying that hook down and getting them at minus three. Yeah, I'm right with you on this one. So this, to me, is a spot play. TCU, uh, obviously you said haven't uh, just won their last game. Iowa State, a uh, kind of a crushing loss after they came back from being down 20-0. Definite great spot for them. At home, they go on the road the next two games. So this is kind of in that must-win scenario for Iowa State as far as uh, playing in late December. And I don't think early January is happening, but at least late December. So I love Iowa State. Just like you said, this game opened around four, dropped down to three and a half. I'm definitely going to buy the hook. This is a play I've already made. So Iowa State for me. I will be jumping on that. And, and Adam, I'm assuming that you're in Colorado right now, um, sitting in your bedroom with pictures of Brock Purdy, posters of Brock Purdy up on the wall, and excited to bet on Iowa State as well. No, which is why I can't bet it this weekend. I, I, I Honestly, everything points to TCU for me. Again, looking at the numbers, um, the, I will say this. The, the, the public is split. It's about a 50-50 uh, split on, on who to take here. Um, I'm purely looking at my power rankings and, and how I do my points, um, and, and I have this game as a pick em. Um, I just think that that loss is going to really uh, stick with um, the Cyclones this week. And so I take TCU if a gun's pointed in my head. I apologize. I, I wish I had more feelings on these local games for us this weekend, but I don't. With that said, though, like the box of the Purdy box doesn't. If it's a pick 'em, a pick 'em, and you got Purdy, you, you don't you don't want to jump on that. You know, I struggle because, and you guys said it from the beginning of the year. I don't think it's Brock, and you can say he played poorly last week. Uh, at the end of the game, he did turn it around, and I almost was able to send out that text that I had already typed up that said, "Don't bet against <laughs> Brock Purdy." But uh, I didn't get to send it. Um, that said, uh, I, I just I can't do it. I, I don't think he's surrounded by enough players, and I, I don't think it's on him. All right, we don't I need know to. You disagree. We don't. No, we don't need to do peer pressure here on Dazzle and the Degenerates. We're not about that. So we'll, we'll move on. Uh, a good one in the SEC. Some really good SEC games coming up in the next couple of weeks, and and this one is a good one. Auburn at Florida. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Pete. This opened up as a pick 'em, and now it's minus three for the, for the. Uh, I think Caker told us that, so I don't know if that's sh- it's true or not. But uh, right now, it's Auburn minus three on the road at Florida. I don't have much an opinion on this one. I'm going to be exact, uh, very honest with you. We just did our Hawkeye Report podcast, and I guess just not thinking a lot about it. I, Auburn's a good football team, but they're probably due. The swamp's tough to play in. I know it's a backup quarterback. I don't. There's reasons why I wouldn't want to play either team. I don't like the the home the Auburn being on the road. I don't like Florida and the backup quarterback. With all that being said, Pete likes one somebody in this game. Absolutely, I like Florida a lot here. Already bet it plus three. So here's the way I look at this game. What was it two weeks ago? It was Auburn at Texas A&M. We talked about that game. Texas A&M at home minus four. Now all of a sudden you're telling me that Auburn's going to Florida and they're a three point favorite. That's a Texas A&M hasn't been very good, though. But Texas A&M was favored by four yeah, points yeah, in that game. Yeah. So why is Florida now plus three? Florida also, uh, their defense has been solid. They are now getting back to full strength. They've been without two of their best defenders. Those guys are now probable for this week. Um, 
Auburn is has hasn't uh, lost against the spread yet this year, and people kind of said, "Oh, Auburn's got to play a tough schedule." They beat Tulane, Kent State, Texas A&M, and then beat a not so good Mississippi State team. Uh, to me, this is a Florida play, just like I said, Florida at the swamp. Freshman quarterback at the swamp. Uh, in my opinion, Florida's backup quarterback is better than Frank's. Is probably a godsend that he won out. It might be kind of like a a Mitch for Chase Daniel type thing. Oh, slow down. We'll get to the get there. But in a uh, to me, this is a definite Florida play plus three. Seventy-eight percent of the money on Auburn. Uh, this one, this one screams Gators. Ooh, you checked a box for Stroop. Stroop, what do you got? Oh, come on. This this line right here screams to the public player from Vegas saying, "Bet on Auburn. Bet on Auburn." I promise you, this should be. And, and I'm going to say it. It'll be one of the plays of the week because it does check all the boxes. All right. I have this game based on the numbers as a pick 'em game. Okay. Um, Auburn obviously favored now. I'm looking at one book. It's at two and a half. That's even more enticing for the players out there. Uh, all of those people that think they know what they're talking about, but they're still the public. They're going, oh gosh, the hook's right there. I'm going to take it. But what's going to happen is, is Florida's going to win this football game. So home dog checks the box. Uh, I have it as a pick 'em. That checks the box. And, uh, the final box is 87% of the tickets. Vegas is getting exactly what they want right now. Well, I'll tell you, be one of the 13%. You're going to have a winner. So, yeah, you two are both on it. I don't have that much of an opinion. Maybe we'll toss that into the six-pack when we get done. We'll, 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 get our, we'll collect our six-pack of beers here in, in a little bit and just kind of put that out for you. This next one, I don't know, Pete, if this is on here just because we have to because it's the local spot, sports healing <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Get it right on the head right there. <laughs> uh, Illinois at Minnesota. Minnesota's minus 14. Uh, guys, I'll go back to what I said. The Purdue was the correct play last week. Minnesota's not that good of a football team. Um, that being said, Illinois is not a good football team. They're not going to Minnesota and winning this football game. Last year, Illinois beat Minnesota badly at Illinois. They got their defensive coordinator, the Gophers defensive coordinator, fired right after the game. Um, I'm not high. I can't. I'm not like I always say. I'm not going to put my wife's hard-earned money on bad football teams, and this is one of those ones. Oh, I guess I did it last week with Purdue. But with that being said, I'm not going to touch this game. Um, if I had to do something, I'd probably buy it down and get it to minus seven, and assume that Minnesota would beat Illinois by minus seven. Um, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't tell anybody to do anything on this game, Pete. Yeah. So in 2017, Illinois lost by seven. Last year, they beat them by 24. Um, Minnesota hasn't really beat anybody. No. They haven't beat anybody more than seven this year. And they've sh- and they're not good teams that they played. So all signs, when I saw this line, I was like, God damn, this feels like a plus 14 that I want to take it. Yeah. But I told myself last week, and I bet Maryland and Purdue, and I said I'm not betting on these shit Big Ten teams anymore. I can't do it. I don't even care what the points are. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I lean definitely lean towards Illinois, but I don't want to take Illinois down 21 to nothing in the early second quarter and just turn the TV to a different channel. Yeah, no, um, and that's those are the ones that you, that you could look really bad when you... I mean, we bet on Maryland last week. So, Super, what do you got? I guess uh, since it's local, we got to talk about it, but uh, <laughs> I'm about done talking about Illinois football. Um, I, I, I would lean Illinois in this game. That's what everything points to as far as when I look at it, but... Let's not make the mistake of betting on bad football teams anymore. We saw it last week. You already said it. You just said it. I, I don't need any any Illinois in my life. <laughs> I, I would agree with it. I'm, I'm good with it. Now that you guys have talked, which we aren't going to put this on our six-pack, but Illinois coming off a bye week, um, Minnesota coming off a, a big road victory, getting two touchdowns, it probably does lean Illinois with, with getting the points. And I don't know if they win the football game, but they could probably cover the the 14, but let's just let's just move away, walk away slowly. Uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 20. I think what Pete's going to talk about, I think Ohio State is a really, really good football team. Um, last week, obviously, they hammered Nebraska at Nebraska. Um, I think they're a good enough football team to, to make the college football playoffs and, and maybe win the whole thing um, at home. Uh, Michigan State killed us earlier in the year. Don't think that they've all of a sudden figured out how to play football and how to. Uh, the thing that you got to look at is Nebraska set records two weeks ago, albeit at Illinois, with their offense. Scoring four, they scored 40 points in Champaign and turned the ball over four times. 
and to turn the ball. They, they, they rolled up over 700 yards of offense. That was a really good offense. And they, got, they, they scored seven points against Ohio State. Ohio State's defense is legit. They're very good. Michigan State's not going to score a lot of points. And I don't care how good Michigan State's defense is. I don't know if there's too many offenses that, or defenses in the nation that can slow down Ohio State right now. It's a big number. It's a real, I mean, 20 is a lot of points. I would lay the points. If anything, I would tease them down to 13 and a half or something, but I would lay the points, forget it, and just watch a real, don't worry about the over-under and have to have a bad football team score points like we did last week. It, keep it simple. Ohio State's one of the best teams in the entire country. I think they kill Michigan State at home. Yeah, this is, just like you said, so this, just like we talked about last week, this is a 6.30 game. That number jumps out at you. It's like, man, I don't want to take it, but I don't want to lay it either. But it's your hands are tied. It's 6.30. There's not another good game on. You're going to have to play it. So, so buckle up. With you're, that be- you're a degenerate for a reason. With, play the football game. With that being said, um, I definitely, I'm thinking right there with you. I don't know how Michigan State, I don't think they could score more than 10 points in this game. And I think Ohio State scoring a defensive touchdown or creating creating offense in the, on the other side of the 50, for sure, off that defense. Um, they both played Indiana. It's a tough one to say, hey, there's your common opponent. But Indiana dropped a 31 spot on Michigan State, and they were passing the ball. They, Michigan State's that team you can't run against. I think they give up 55 yards a game rushing. But if Indiana's throwing on them, I think Ohio State's going to be able to throw on them. And really, I mean, Michigan State, they haven't played anybody as far as offensive teams. Northwestern, which we saw, can't score. Um, Arizona State hasn't been able to score. Um, and then Indiana drops a 31 spot on you. I mean, if this game is, if it's 15 and a half or 20, what does that really matter if 17 is your key number? I think they're winning by more than three touchdowns. I will, I, right now on a Wednesday, I'm leaning hard towards Ohio State and likely by Saturday, I'm definitely playing that one. And then give him some bush lights and he's for sure playing that one. Uh, Super, what do you got? I'm going to play. I have a question, Pete. Um, as far as uh, Big Ten goes, who do you think's better, Michigan State or Nebraska? Oh boy, a neutral field. Um, Jesus, that probably that's probably close to a pick'em type of game. Honestly, I, w- I would agree with that for sure. And why would you just ask Pete that question? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm a sports guru. the the The, the title of the show isn't Pete and the Degenerates. It's Dazzo and the Degenerates. But but go on. I'm asking him the question because he said that Michigan State can't score over 10 points. We know Nebraska could, could only score seven. But here's the deal. The over-under, it's at 50, all right? So everything being equal, and we know in sports betting and weekend to weekend, it is not equal. I'm going to take the over on this one because I don't like numbers like 20 and 21 because it's just too many, and we talked about it. And at the end of the game, when Ohio State has their third string and Michigan State goes down the field and it's, they're up by 24 points and then they cover, we're going to be sick. However, when they score that garbage TD, I'm going to be the one making all the money because I have the over 50, and I think they're going to score 35 to 45 points against Michigan State. You're going to be, you're going to be ticked off when Michigan State can't score. <laughs> you're going to be sending the same text messages yeah. we sent last week, and the only difference is Michigan State's defense is a lot better than, than Nebraska's defense, but I don't want to trust. No, you're exactly like uh, Ohio State can score 40 points. Yep. Absolutely I don't know can. if Michigan State can score 10. And I worry about, I don't, I think Ohio State's scoring mul- I think they might, I mean, if it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if they scored 14 on special teams, defense, that type of thing. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to keep it simple this week. Uh, so we got two definitely on Ohio State. Would you bet the line at all? I would, absolutely. When I, when I look at the numbers, um, Ohio State is the definite pick, and, and I think they're the best team in the country. I don't know what you said earlier, if you said that, that they were the best, but I'd agree with I that. do believe that they're the best team in college football right now. It's, I did say they were one of the best teams. I think they can win the national championship, and it's always good to agree with me, Stroop. You've known that for years and years. I've been wrong like twice my entire life, so um, good, good idea uh, agreeing with, with me. Um, other games that we'll kind of uh, we'll go around and just, Pete, what other games do you kind of like this week that you, that you want to tell the listeners about? Because we want everybody to don't just go with our six-pack, listen to the podcast, and we, we've talked a lot of winners throughout the, the first two, three weeks of this uh, podcast. Yeah, so I've already put in two other bets here that I've already made. I took Army over Tulane. Army's getting, I took them at three and a half. I think that line's at three right now. Um, 
Big home game. Army's a higher-rated team. I think Army's actually a good football team. Both these teams are going to run the ball a lot. Uh, I don't know what the over-under is, so that could be one thing where you'd look for an under. But um, I bet Army plus 3.5. Also, another spot play, Kansas State minus 1 at home against Baylor. Um, again, Kansas State coming off of a loss at Oklahoma State, who showed that they're a pretty good football team at, when they played Texas. Baylor, they were up 20 nothing, kind of let that game slide away, then won it back at the end. Maybe a letdown there that I'm looking for, so I like Kansas State. Uh, the other one that I'm leaning on right now, I haven't made this one official yet, but uh, Purdue-Penn State over 56. Penn State dropped, obviously, a lot of points against a garbage Maryland team. That Purdue secondary, just it stood out at me where they, they couldn't cover anybody. I, I watched most of the game, and having Purdue over... Minnesota, you're rooting for the team hard, and they physically could not stop anybody on the pass. So I think Penn State might put up close to that number by themselves. We'll get to Struper in a second. The one thing that I'll jump out with you with that game is that makes sense about Penn State scoring a bunch of points. They might have to score 56 because Purdue, Penn State's defense is good, and Purdue is now without Sindelar for the rest of the year. Uh, Rondell Moore will not play in that game as well. I think it's easier for them to score points, and I think they'll, they, especially late with the way their offense goes and and you might get some t- late touchdowns. What's the overall line on that game? Do you know? Uh, 28, 27 and a half, 28, somewhere in there. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Struper, uh, what do you got? What do you like this week? Hey, I won't say too much. Um, I, I am backing up and, and on Army Big. I agree with everything Pete said. And if you guys check it out, it checks two of the three boxes. The public actually agrees with us, but it's, it's a measly 60%. So we're, we're going to say that that's going to be a big one. You guys always call me the Pac-12 guy because I stay up late and and, uh, and and lived in Arizona for so long. Um, I do like the Bruins. Uh, they're at home against Oregon State. Uh, I, that's a big play for me right now. It's a uh, sorry, a five and a half point. Um, they're a five and a half point favorite. I really like that game. Uh, and then the final one, and we didn't talk about this earlier. Uh, we're going to go with another service academy. Um, I like Navy again this week, and they play Air Force. They check every single one of the boxes. They're they're uh, at home. Uh, they're a three and a half point dog. Um, the public is all over Air Force at eighty five percent. And uh, if you remember last week, um, we took Navy, and uh, or I took Navy. Oh, we, we, really we liked we, it. We we all three remember. <laughs> we all three did it. <laughs> Go on. We did. But hey, they were up twenty one to fourteen, and they were getting eleven and a half points. I believe is what I picked it up at. I didn't see them losing. By two touchdowns, they did, but I still like that team. All right. Those uh, are my three plays, uh, just extra plays for the week. Just so that you know, Strooper, uh, you got the disappointed head down and, and nod and, 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 and nod of shame from Pete when you, when you brought up Navy once again. Just, yeah. You're going you're gonna to you're, you're die on that island. I'll That's pass okay. on Navy. I actually thought about playing Air Force, so maybe I will just to go against you. Um, I, I hate to like echo Pete, and I didn't do the homework that you guys did. I actually have a really busy job. But um, <laughs> um, uh, I agree with, with Kansas State. That one pops out to me as well. Um, a letdown game on the road for Baylor. I don't think they're that good. Kansas State's a good football team, especially when they're playing at home. Um, I'll jump on the Army bandwagon with you guys. That, that, that line makes a ton of sense for me. Um, I will jump out at that one as well. And my other better bets will probably be in the NFL as well. So um, I'll leave it just at that for the college football um, side of things. I think I bring most of my expertise when it comes to the Iowa game itself. So um, that's the NFL or the college games. Um, anything you guys want to add to it before we move on to the NFL? I hope we do better in college. Yeah, we need to have a good week this week. So the last two have been real bad. So I think we're, I think we're right in the ship. Uh, it's better to lose some early and get it going late, huh? Um, let's take a look at some college, the NFL as well. Last week in the NFL, we kind of recapped it a little bit, but went 2-1. and one. Um, A lot of the games we talked about on this podcast that we liked, that we didn't put in our six-pack, also hit as well. So I'm um, excited about that. I think we had a pretty good feel with what goes on in the NFL. And with the NFL, there's, it's ebbs and flows. And when you think you have something figured out, you got to do the opposite the next week because um, the NFL is always changing every single week. So we'll start this one like we do every one of these Quad City Sports Gambling Podcasts with your guys' Chicago Bears. Um, they go overseas to London to take on Oakland. Um, my phone went dead. So what's the line? Uh, I think that, it's Peter? been up to five and a half. It was four and a half all week. I think it jumped a point today. What's the over? under 40 40 and a half something like that okay um big storylines in this one probably no mitch trubisky for two to four weeks for the bears we kind of uh 
hinted at it where I think that's a, a blessing in disguise. Uh, not that I think Chase Daniel's good at all, but I don't think he's as, as, as mistake prone as, as Mitch is. Um, going over, I think it's a plus for the Bears because it's a road game. They don't have to go, they don't have to go on the road to a hostile environment. They, they get a neutral field and, and it's not going to be neutral. There's going to be more Bears fans, I believe, in, in London than there is going to be anything else. Um, Roquan Smith, Smith is supposed to play as well. Um, after sitting last week because I, don't, I can't figure that out yet. Um, Pete, what do you like on this game? So I've bet the Bears the last three weeks. The last three weeks they've done me pretty well. Um, like I said, liked I just think Kirk Cousins is trash, so it took them last week, and that was a pretty easy win. Um, this week, so for Oakland, Williams, the wide receiver, looks to be questionable and may not play. Obviously, Burfecht's out. I think this matchup really suits the Bears, and that Oakland really kind of leans on the run, and the Bears' defense is pretty much designed to shut down your run. Um, I would imagine a low-scoring game is kind of what I see. That 40.5 is probably too high um, to go with. I'm not going to lay the points in this game. I will most likely take the Bears' money line with something else or or even six-point tease it down. Um, I would never – there's no way just looking at it, I would can't see how someone would take Oakland um, less than a touchdown, but I'm not going to lay the points. Strooper, what do you got on your Chicago Bears? You know, I, I'm with Pete on the. I, I don't. I, I don't know if I want the line. I, I think uh, I tease the Bears with somebody like the Chargers this week. I, I don't think the Chargers lose, lose to the Broncos. Um, you know, the Broncos pretty much uh, they they put the nail in their coffin in Week Four, going 0 and 4. Um, however, Pete did say one one thing that he liked, and, and I'm going to have to agree with him. Uh, let's remember. As you said, Trubisky isn't that good of a quarterback. Chase Daniel isn't that good of a quarterback. The game plan's not changing. We're going to throw, uh, you know, uh, some screen passes. Um, he did a little bit better than I think Trubisky has done all year last uh, last week, finding a couple of receivers down the field. Um, but the Bears aren't going to score more than 21 points. And if you think the Raiders are going to score 20, you're crazy. The under is the play in this game, I think. The one worry you have there, though, with the under, I think is – the, that Bears defense can obviously score. Well, they're gonna they, they can score, and then they can also make life really easy for a bad offense by getting them great field position after turnovers and interceptions and fumbles and all that good stuff. If they had this, I don't. Dis- I don't- I don't disagree with you there. I, I just if you're if you're dependent upon the Bears scoring points to get to the over, uh, if the defense, of course, uh, I just I, I don't necessarily agree with that play. Uh, I know we've seen it time and time again that the Bears do it, but heck, it could be that they recover a couple fumbles, we kick a bunch of field goals too. Yeah, I'd agree with your the underthought. So let me give you a hypothetical here. What would your so it's Khalil Max going back playing against the Raiders? What would your over-under be for his sacks? Would you take, if it was one and a half, would you bet that over or under? I'd bet it over. I would bet the heck out of the over. Is that what it is? I, I don't know what it is. I would just make yeah, it a I hypothetical. Would, I, I would take but two sacks over. for a guy in a game, that's obviously way higher yeah, than the average. I can the, see him having average. three sacks and a forced fumble and an interception and a pick six and a partridge and a pear tree. I think he's going to have a huge game. Um, this is This is the... The, the thing that I've done several times already with the Bears this year, you, uh, you tease the Bears with the under, get it up to 47.5, 48.5, you want to go 7. You don't have to go 7, go 6 just to get the Bears to win. Um, the Bears will win this football game. Um, if, if for some reason this thing gets over to 48 points, then, then it's just a bad beat. It's simply a bad beat. These two offenses aren't very good. It's going to come down to if their defenses are scoring or special teams. And But the, the play here, the smart play here, is just trust it and go Bears, go under and, and tease it and get it get it the way you need to do it. I've done it twice already this year. It's worked splendidly. I'll do it again this week as well. You could have done it last week too. Easily done it last week. They would have won. The, I'm. They would have won. The Bears and the under teasing it like that would win every single week so far in the NFL. Go back to week one. They lost. Was it ten seven? Thirteen three. No, it wasn't thirteen three. Ten three. Ten three. Ten three. So I think the Bears were three point favorites. So they might not yeah, have won lo- that. You'd have lost, you lost the first that week, game. So the one. last three weeks would have been. Um, right on key, so that's what I will do. I think we all kind of agree with the Bears in some way, shape, or form. That might be part of our six-pack plays um, sometime this this week. Um, other plays for in the NFL that we'll talk about, um, we have Baltimore minus 3.5 at Pittsburgh. Baltimore coming off a very disappointing home loss ag- against the Cleveland Browns. 
and Pittsburgh getting their first victory of the season in an impressive way at home against a really, really bad Cincinnati team. Um, I The thing about this is you look at that and you see Baltimore coming off of a very disappointing home loss and you see Pittsburgh riding in the other direction. You would think that it would... This is the overreaction that you're going to get on both sides of this. Baltimore is still a good football team. They'll be okay. They'll bounce back nicely. Nice bounce back situation for them. And then Pittsburgh winning against a really bad Cincinnati team. And it is a really bad Cincinnati team. The public's going to get excited about Pittsburgh looking good, dominating on a Monday night football. And off of all that, you have the Monday night football thing where they have a short week to prepare for a division rival. This game is always close. Always close. I will go with the Baltimore Ravens. I will bring this thing down. I don't like the point five, so I won't play the point five. Hopefully it comes down to three. If it doesn't, I'll make sure it does. I like Baltimore a pretty good amount, minus three, even though they're on the road. Agree with you totally. So this is a spot play for me again. Baltimore's lost its last two games, Kansas City and Cleveland. Uh, like you said, Pittsburgh won their last game, which we were all on. Um, this That's a... This one's an eye test game for me. So if you watch that Pittsburgh game, that was smoke and mirrors. They had to go wildcat half the game. Every every pass play was just a, a little dump off. Um, couldn't throw the ball with Rudolph. I don't think they trust him at all. I don't think they could keep up with, with Baltimore. Baltimore's going to score in the 20s. I don't think Pittsburgh's getting there. Um, they did against a bad Cincinnati team, but that, I mean, that team next to the Dolphins is the worst in football. Uh, I'm right with you here. This is a... And absolutely, hey, I, I'm going to bet that Baltimore is not going to start the season two, two and three. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh is very good. I will buy this one down to three. This is a definite play on Baltimore for me. Strooper, what do you got? I think uh, this checks all the boxes. So um, it's a pure numbers play for me. Uh, the Steelers, obviously, home dogs. Um, 55% of the tickets being cashed on uh, Baltimore. And... Uh, uh, I, I have the line, um, you know, more like, again, a, a, a one-and-a-half, two-and-a-half point favorite for Baltimore. And obviously it's, it's, it's what Baltimore's shown that they can do, what Pittsburgh has shown us that they can do um, with the, the offense and whatnot. But, uh, again, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a big play, but I am going to say Steelers plus the three-and-a-half. Why can't you just be in agreement tonight? You've just been... You've been trouble this week. We're getting as close as we can, and then all of a sudden you, you take it away from us. But um, what happened last week? <laughs> yeah, we were pretty. I know. Um, other games, and we'll go through with the other games that you like. Um, Pete, kind of talk about some of them. You'll please tell me you're not even considering putting money on bad football. Um, I might. Let's let's hit on uh, Dallas Green Bay first, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's one that I wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. I apologize. Um, when you look at that game, it is. Is it a? It's an afternoon game. Cowboys back at home minus three and a half against the Packers. Boy, that one jumps out at me. Um, I can't understand the line really. Packers are probably without Devonte Adams. They lost last week. Yeah, they have a, a longer week, but I don't know if they're as good as everybody thinks they are. Um, Dallas doesn't score a touchdown, or they they score ten points, but they only score ten points um, on Sunday Night Football. They get back at, at home. Um, I really like the Cowboys in this one. I don't like the three and a half, as I always say, so I'll kind of watch it. But I'll, if you give me the Cowboys at three, I'll run to the to the ticket window and, and place that bet. Yeah, this one's going to definitely stay probably at that three and a half range, but I'm right with you on that. So Adams being likely out, Dallas coming off of a loss. I know Green Bay is as well, but coming at home, big game. I just think they're the better team. That's it's plain and simple. Watching Green Bay, I'm just I'm just not sold completely yet on Green Bay. Um, and like we've been saying, so on the, we talked about key numbers for the last couple of weeks being 3, 7, 10, and so on, 14. Um, when you're given that 3.5, life's much easier laying minus 120 instead of minus 110. And when it comes down to the end of it, you're not, you're not worried so hard about uh, winning that game by 3. So I will definitely, I'm right with you here. This is this is a buy down to three. I don't think the Lions going to ever see three. I would actually worry about it going up to four if you don't get it on it here in the next day or two. Adam, please, for one time, this podcast agree. You know, I, I'm going to actually side with you guys, and I sent you over my pick of the Green Bay Packers earlier, but I'm going to change my mind because I don't want to have happen to me what I talked about earlier when we were talking about college football. 
Dallas, if they're favored by three and a half, this is um, to me that the the Packers uh, or the public are going to look at that line and go again. I get that hook for free, and uh, and, and it's Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, uh, I almost got tricked myself into into saying, hey, yeah, it's the Packers. That's the play. Uh, they both come off of uh, losses. Um, I, I I think you're right. I think Dallas uh, probably covers easily in this game. Um, but let's do your best bets. So I'm going to go other games real quick, and you you kind of alluded yeah, to it. Yeah, other games. Uh, haven't bet them yet, leaning towards them. Dumpster fire game of the year, Arizona at Cincinnati. You, you kind of have to play this one, right, or think about it. Uh, Arizona. <laughs> if you're a degenerate, you do. I watched Cincinnati play, and they are awful. Also, uh Condolences. The Arizona Cardinals owner, Bill Bidwell, died today, so big game for them for uh, winning that are one. You play, are you playing with the emotional factor? Arizona plus three is my hard lean right now. I probably will play that. Um, like I said, since Cincinnati's bad, you got the, the good juju there with Arizona coming off a, a win one for the Gipper situation. So Stop. I'm looking at, a, looking at Arizona plus three. Also thinking about kind of the sneaky play. I don't know that I'll do it, but Tampa Bay plus three and a half against the Saints. Tampa Bay, the number one run defense in football. No one would think about that since that's usually been the team probably the last 10 years that it's like, uh, or five years at least, that, hey, I got a fantasy guy playing Tampa Bay. He's going to rack up a bunch of points. Uh, so I, Tampa Bay, like I said, I watched the Saints. We had Saints. Teddy Bridgewater, not, not very impressive to say the least. Uh, I think they could shut down Kamara and definitely cover that three. So that's where I lean there. Adam, give me some other games and some, some good plays in the NFL. You know, I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, uh, I I would take them this week. I have it down as a uh, Carolina's a three and a half point home favorite. Um, I, I don't think Carolina's very good. And uh, Minshaw, or how do I pronounce his name? Min Minshaw. Yep, it's Gar- Minshew. Minshew. Gardner and, Minshew. I, and usually I say God bless you when somebody says his name, but. <laughs> I'm starting to like the guy. I, I, I watched him a little bit. I know it was the Denver Broncos last week, but it's Denver at home, and and I I, I think that uh, Jacksonville is uh, I think they're looking good in that game. Um, other than that, we already mentioned it. Uh, I, I'll probably make it one of my plays of the week. Um, Bears and the Chargers a tease. Uh, as you mentioned, I think earlier, you could also tease Bears in the under. Um, but that that's the that, those are the games in the NFL. Um, nothing really popped out at me other than those. All right, Strooper, um, give me your best bets for college, one in college, one in the pros. Your best bet, one college, one pros. So I think I'll go with that then. If, if I get first pick, I will take uh, the Bears and the Chargers, uh, six-point tees. That means that the Bears and uh, the Chargers just have to win the game. Um, this would be week number three where we've, uh, and I've, I think with your guys' help, um, we've, we've thrown out teasers. They both have cashed. This week, I think that's going to be no different. Uh, and in, in college, I'm going to take Florida. Uh, they are two-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, I, I, I do believe that there is a money line play there. But honestly, if you're a good better, I'd say by the hook, take the three points just in case. Those are my two best bets. If you're a great better, you'd have bet that on Monday and got that three points like I did. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, Pete, give me your best plays in college, one in college, one in the NFL. Uh, best play in college, Army. Uh, like I said, three and a half, I, I would still take three and feel good about it. Um, best bet in the NFL, I got to go Baltimore minus three. Oh, boy, I wish I didn't have to do one in college because I don't feel great about it. I mean, I feel good about some stuff, but I don't feel great about absolutely everything. Um, yeah, The one that I look at, and it's simple because it's not – you don't have to d- worry about, you know, too big of a point spread and all that kind of stuff is uh, Kansas State at home, minus one against Baylor. Basically, it's a pick 'em game. I like Kansas State. I like them at home. Um, I like the letdown from, from the Baylor. I don't think they're that good. I will put uh, Kansas State as my best bet. My best bet in the NFL. I've been going back and forth because I really, I really like the uh, the Cowboys. But what my best bet is going to be is going to be the Bears and the under. And I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to to ride that horse and beat that drum. Um, I will get that up to 47 and a half ish or whatever it is. Bet the under, and I'll make sure that the Bears 
win the football game is all they have to do. And the other silver lining is if for some reason the Bears lose, I don't like the Bears. So I'd probably pay my 20 bucks to see them lose anyway. So um, 25 bucks if I'm feeling lucky. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a high roller. So um, that's where I'm at with that. Do we have a, and we'll bring Adam back in and make sure that we can hear you. Um, do we have a six pack? We said we were going to gather it throughout the podcast. Uh, so best bets on college football, Florida plus three, Army plus three, Kansas State minus one. Um, that probably becomes our three in college. I don't know because Strooper liked TCU. Um, that that sounds like it right there. Gosh darn it. Because so I really like Florida Iowa State, by the way. Four, I really I, like, I really Iowa, like State. Iowa State, too. In fact, so. I might change my best bet. I'm going to change my best bet to Iowa State minus three. There it is. So we got Iowa State minus three, Florida plus three, Army plus three. So you're looking at all field goal games there. Um, remember. Hold on. Are we, so, Stroop, are you okay with us putting the Iowa State in the six-pack? I don't think he's got a choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think so because, because you mentioned something, uh, Dazzle, earlier in, the, uh, sorry, earlier in the day today uh, when we were talking about text. You know, let's not press for these listeners. Let's not just try to convince me, but let's make it a true best bet. And if, if all three of us don't agree, that's okay. Um, I, I think it's better that we, we, we don't force something, um, whereas you guys really like that game. And, and be, let's be honest, if the one thing you don't agree in is us going with Brock Purdy, then you'll probably be, I mean, you, you can sleep tonight. You'll be okay with it, so... Yeah, I'll probably actually be get a small bet on Iowa State just for fun because <laughs> I don't want to be betting against you. <laughs> yeah, um, and then in the NFL, um, I think we all like the Cowboys. Stripper, uh, did you say Cowboys? Uh, he was leaning both ways there. I, I know. No, he changed it to the Cowboys. So Bear, yeah. I, I think the Bear Bears and the teasing that with the under. So Bears even or plus point half plus or then over under. Minus 46.5 or minus 47.5, whichever way you go. Um, my best bet was Baltimore minus 3, buying that down to minus 120. Um, then the other one, Stroops, was Bears and Chargers money line. So Bears would be tossed into, into both of them if you want to roll double on them or uh, – Two of, two of the three of us are more like Dallas minus the three. Yeah, no, and, and here's the thing is if you're trying to figure out what our six-pack of plays are, um, we'll put it on our Twitter. So that's the beautiful thing is you can follow us on Twitter at QC Sports Bet. QC Sports Bet. Um, the way we've been going so far, if you, if you don't like the plays and you want to uh, give Matt some shit, you could just bet against us. It's that simple. You could <laughs> take the six bets we make and just take the other side. Uh, hell, you'd, you'd, you'd win some of You'd be doing pretty well in college right now. What drives NFL. me nuts is because my stupid ass name is in the title. I'm the one who gets all the flack on social media and you guys just sit there laughing at me on, on text messages. But um, do that. Um, follow us on Twitter. I, I'm going to say it again. We're going to get on track and we're, we're doing okay right now, but we're going to get on track and start rocking and rolling. Unfortunately, we didn't have this podcast up the first two weeks of the NFL se- of the football season and I think we were 6-0. and oh. yeah, We, we, we were rocking and rolling. So um, we're going to get back to where we need to be and um, you guys are listening, which is cool, because once again, our, our listenership jumped another 30% this week. So 20, why are you laughing? 20% the first week, 30% the week after that. So if anything, we're, we're entertaining, I guess. But um, make sure you listen next week. We'll have our best bets. We'll recap how we did and everything. And we'll also have our kick in the nuts, which everyone enjoys. So um, Strooper, thanks for uh, hanging with us. We'll talk to you soon. And, and everybody listening out there, um, enjoy your college football and uh, NFL weekends. And we'll talk to you guys next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.